Welcome to Unleash Your Niche with me, Amy Cager, the podcast aimed at helping you get clear in your business niche and identity so you can stand out, become the go-to person in your field and attract more of the right customers. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to Unleash Your Niche. In this episode, I'm going to be giving you some tips on how to nail your intro statement. So firstly, what is an intro statement anyway? This is the line or couple of sentences that you use to describe what it is you do. So this could be on your website, on your website homepage. It could be on your social media profiles and bios, or it can be when you are introducing yourself. So that could be face-to-face in real life with a person having a conversation, or it could be online. So when you're describing yourself or telling people what you're doing in a Facebook group, for example, this is when this sentence comes into play. So basically, this is your one chance to tell someone what it is you do. So you don't really want to mess it up, right? This can mean that it can be quite stressful, as there is a lot of pressure that you put on yourself. It's your own pressure to make sure you're hitting the mark when it comes to this sentence. So as there is a lot of stress that sometimes mean that there becomes a lot of waffling, you go off on a tangent, you don't have a clear plan of action what this sentence is going to be and what you want to say. So when I first work with my dynamos, this is something we try and get sorted pretty quickly because I think it's really important for your own sanity as well to know how to describe your business. And then it leads on to so much more in your business when you do know how to describe yourself and what it is that you do. So it's something we work upon and we really deconstruct it. I think sometimes people think of this sentence, they try and make it sound interesting, but they don't really think about it, what it is that they're trying to say or that they are saying with this sentence. So you do have to try and step outside your own head and look at how you're describing yourself from the point of view of someone who doesn't know you or what it is that you do. So this is easier said than done. Of course, I do know that this is a lot easier said than done, and it's harder to tune out, especially when you know what you do in your business. It it's sometimes very difficult, but this sentence does deserve some real thinking about and, and taking time to step back, look at it, look at it again, tweaking it. Can you tweak it a bit further? And really, really thinking about what this sentence says about your business. So today I'm going to give you a few tips that will hopefully help in you thinking about this sentence and help you with nailing this intro sentence. So firstly, keep it really succinct. So if you start to lose your breath when reciting this sentence, it's too long. When it starts to span four to five lines, normally without any punctuation, it's too long. If you've lost what you were talking about at the beginning, when you get to the end of this sentence, it's too long. And if you start using slashes, and what I mean by that is women slash men slash children, it's too long and also a little bit confusing. 
So depending on your industry and what it is you do, I've got two really easy ways to help structure this sentence to try and keep the waffle down to a minimum or actually, in fact, no waffle at all. So the first one is who you help and how you help. So really, really simple. So for example, that is I help XYZ with ABC. So super, super simple. And the other option is I am a XYZ who specializes in ABC. So once again, really, really simple. The idea is to keep these, as I say, keep them short like that. It's not to then end up being a big waffly sentence. So have a go at both of these and see which one works best for you and your business. And as I said, the aim is to keep these short, succinct and to the point and not to turn them into epic war and peace descriptions of your business. And like most things in marketing, each thing we do has a step process. And what I mean by that is that they all have a specific reason and a specific call to action. And it isn't always to get someone to buy from you at that moment. And this sentence is no exception. So the aim of your description is to give enough information that someone gets what it is you do, but they are also intrigued by what you do so that then they can ask you the next question or they'll look further on your website or they'll check out your blog posts, wherever, whatever it is you want them to do and wherever they are when they come across this description saying what you do. So basically, it's to start the conversation and not to encapsulate the whole conversation and the end of it all at once. And it doesn't need to explain absolutely everything that you do or bombard the person you're talking with with lots of descriptions of all these different things that you do in your role or with your business. You want the reaction to be when you tell someone what you do is, oh, that sounds really interesting. And how do you do that? Or, oh, that's really interesting. Tell me more. So and that can be when you're having a face to face conversation with someone or when someone is looking at your website and instead of they saying that, out loud to you they're thinking in their heads and then they'll click on your how to work with me page or they'll click on your blog post to read more about what you do or or wherever you want them to go so that's the first one so the second thing is get rid of all the fluff so leave the fluffy words for the fun strap line or your podcast name or youtube channel name or whatever you know wherever you want to inject a bit more fun personality in your business. Now's not the time to be funny or clever or wishy-washy. This is the time for absolutely no ambiguity at all. I'm all for getting your business to stand out by doing things a little bit differently, as you well know, but how to describe your business is not one of those times. People need to get what it is that you do. So this is your Ron Seal moment. So if you're unfamiliar with this term, Ron Seal sells paints and varnishes for your home and garden. And they had an advertising campaign which said, does exactly what it says on the tin. And they still use that now. So think about that and think about this as your Ron Seal moment. So you need to be able to convey what you do really easily. And this is beneficial for the person you're you're speaking to or who's reading your statement, wherever they're coming across you. But you also need to think about how others would use this description. So how would the person you're telling 
or who's reading, remember and translate this description when they go and describe you to somebody else. So you need to make sure that they pick up on the main important facts. When they go and talk to somebody else, they're thinking of those main important facts. They've, they've got them correctly. So this means that they need to understand what you do because they're not going to recite your sentence back to a friend. They will make their own sentence up. They will describe you in their own way. So you need to bear this in mind when you're thinking of the words you use and how it translates to them. So if you start to use funny words or words that you're thinking, oh, this is a good word, this is a bit different, which, to be honest, normally end up being the fluff bits of, of your sentence. Firstly, this means that people won't get what you do. To start with, they won't understand fully themselves. But secondly, this means that your message might end up getting lost in translation or even worse, they won't end up translating it at all or telling anyone about it because they won't understand what it is you really do. So then they won't tell a friend as they won't know that friend needs your help because they won't put the two and two together and you won't be front of mind. So a way to get around this floofiness is to think about the pain points. So, so many descriptions I come across, they don't even touch upon this they don't touch upon the pain points they have either gone down the wishy-washy route using descriptions like helping women get their sparkle back which will mean something different to everybody or it won't mean anything to anybody or they have chosen the more cv style route where they just kind of list the things that they do but you need to stir some kind of emotion. You need to be able to paint a picture of what you do and for them to feel really connected with it, even if it's not right for them. Remember, you don't know who they might know. So think about the end game. What does someone want when they work with you? So a lot of descriptions I hear or see about saving time or it's because they can't do it themselves and that's why they want your help. And while that may be the case, if it was as simple as they don't have time, why would they do it at all? Why not just cut it out from their to-do list? Same with they can't do it. What's the importance of having it part of their business plan if they can't do it? So examples of this could be if you do social media or copywriting. Why does someone want to outsource to you? Yes, it might be because they want to focus on something else in their business or they might want someone more capable to do it for them. But why are they looking for someone to do it in the first place? You know, they know it's important. They want to achieve something with it. So you're helping them with that thing. So think about it. What is what is it that they want to get out of doing the thing that you, you help them with? There, there will be something there. So think about their transformation. So by working with you, what do you help them with? So like really help them with, you know, get inside their heads. And if you don't know or you're a little bit unsure, start asking them, you know, ask your clients, ask your past clients. Why did they start working with, start with? And when they finish working with you or now they're working with you, how do they feel? What is it that you're you're giving them? What is that end, end point? What is that end goal for them? And lastly, try things out. Don't be afraid to test and tweak. And this can be you have a few different sentences that you're trying out. It can be experimenting with particular words in your sentence to see what people pick up on. It can be asking in, in your Facebook groups, if you're in any Facebook groups, to see if people can understand what it is that you do. 
or it could be when you're at networking, you know, trying out a couple of sentences when you introduce yourself to people and seeing which one seems to spark more conversations or actually what ones have more questions or get the blank looks. You know, you can start to 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 see these things in real life. It could be asking your nan or a friend who knows nothing about what you do and try it out on them and see if they get it. Sometimes thinking about how you would describe what you do to someone who knows nothing about what you do and is not your ideal person sometimes relaxes you and makes you focus on you know for instance if it was your nan you think okay what would nan understand she has knows absolutely nothing about marketing or or business if, if that's your field but what would she understand and you automatically start to try and break down the language that you're using so that they get it So this is exactly what you should be doing when you're thinking about your A-list clients as well. And I want you to know that it is okay to change this sentence and have it as something you frequently look at to make sure it's still applicable to what you do, but also that it's working and people still understand what you do too. So when working with your clients, think about what words that they're using when describing how you help them or in your testimonials what are people saying in their testimonials and it might be using some of these words in how you describe your business and you'll know when your intro sentence start to resonate with people because people start referring back to you or talking to you and describing what you do to you and you know that they get it or you start being referred the right people because they understand what it is you do. And then you'll feel much more confident in how you talk about your business too, which will also stop waffling or because you'll know exactly what it is that you should be saying. And then you know you've got it nailed. So just to recap then, so the first First thing is keep it really succinct and to the point. Don't make it too long and wordy. And remember the sentence structures that I gave you. The second one is get rid of all the fluff. This is your Ron Seal moment, remember. And the third one was think of the end game and the transformation that they will get. Don't get too caught up into being a bit wishy-washy or thinking of it as a CV description time where you just have to list off everything. Think of what it is that you help with and and how that creates emotion and how someone can really picture themselves in what you're doing. And the fourth thing is test it out. Do people get it? Keep trying, keep testing, and, and you'll know when you've got it right. I hope that helped to get you a bit clearer on what you should be thinking about when creating your intro sentence so that your potential customers really get what you do. The more people understand what you do, then the more customers you'll get and the more people will talk about you and refer you to someone in need. Also being clear on this will help for things such as podcast interviews or speaking gigs. So if you're a bit stuck on your intro sentence, then This week, if you are listening when the episode goes out, which is the 10th of February 2020, then I have a special birthday bonanza to celebrate my birthday. And this offer is on my Spark Igniter, which is my power hour service. So until the 14th of February, I have a cheeky discount just for you. My Spark Igniter is perfect if you want some help nailing your intro sentence so we can look at exactly this, or if you want help with that niggling niche-related question you're having, or if you're stuck on just how to get your business to stand out. 
then this could be for you. So for more information, do go to my website, amykajer.com slash spark hyphen igniter, or drop me a message on Instagram. And of course, do let me know via Instagram if you have any questions or comments about this episode, as it's wonderful to hear from you. So that's all from me. I'll catch up with you next week. Have a fantastic week. Thanks so much for listening to the Unleash Your Niche podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, do please check out amykager.com where you'll find more to help you get focused and clear on your niche and how to amplify that in your communication. (laughs) 